Alexander Snitker, libertarian, Republican, and political hack, and Adrian Wiley, born-again anarchist and political has-been. Banter, lather, and joke about current events while attempting to figure out whether to keep trying to salvage our constitutional republic or just stock up on marshmallows to roast on the smoldering embers of society. It's time for Unattended Baggage. Why, thank you, Letch. Hello, everyone in Podcastville or Internet Land or wherever you may reside. This is Alex, co-host, Unattended Baggage. Along with me is my radio life mate, the man, the myth, the legend, Mr. Adrian, chairman of the Building and Materials Projectile Staging and Logistics Committee of the Western Florida Guild of Professional Anarchists, Local Chapter 151, and Road Warrior, Wiley. How are you, sir? I'm good, man. I'm good. A little bit on the tired side, but uh, but uh, overall good. Look, overall good, though? Yeah. Yeah. It put a lot of miles on uh, on uh, the, the old body uh, the past couple of weekends here. You know? Yeah, right? Yeah. Two trips back and forth to Charlotte each weekend. <laughs> yeah. That shit, hold on. Which way do you go? Uh, well, uh, let's see. I go uh, 75 to 301 to 10 to 295 to 95 to 26 to 77 you take 95 north then pretty much like you don't yeah. go through atlanta well no 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 that's that's going way way out of the way well it depends on which part of north carolina you're going to though well it's it's western north carolina but uh it's uh, either way it's still easier to do it the other way yeah it's it's a little quicker to take 95 up and oh. then you know cut across from there somewhere around savannah and then you know start heading that direction but uh yeah yeah got the kid all moved up there he's uh he's all set Man, I got to tell you, Charlotte, I've never really spent any time in Charlotte, been through Charlotte several times, but never really, you know, checked out the city or anything like that. That is one cool town. Why? And, and probably the friendliest people I've ever met anyway. I, I, I've, I made about a dozen friends in the, I'm going to say, maybe 60 hours i was actually in town over the past two weekends <laughs> like one story um and god must have walked the you know i, I think we we figured it out uh, we walked a total of uh, over the course of two individual days about 22 miles <laughs> walking around the city Gene Eddie. <laughs> yeah um but uh so in one instance we're cutting through a bar, right? And because we, we ended up on an alley that was blocked off, and we saw that there was like a bar here, and we said, oh, okay, well, maybe we can just cut through this bar to get to the main street there. Uh, and uh, it's like a craft brew bar. And we walk in, and there's like three guys sitting at the bar and the bartender, and because it, it, it's like 11 o'clock in the morning, right? Yeah. And, uh, you know. Hold on, what day of the week is this? It was a Saturday. Okay. But right. it was still early, you know. And, uh, we walk through and we're, you know, we're cutting through. So we're just trying to keep our heads down and move through as quickly as possible, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah. So the guys at the bar, all three of them turn around, hey, how you doing? Hey, what, what's going on? You know, and so it's like, all right. So we kind of had to engage in conversation with them. And, uh, you know, they just wouldn't let us leave. They're so friendly. We ended up, you know, uh, my son, they were young guys in their 20s. And they ex- ended up exchanging numbers. I said, hey, we got a party, you know, uh, for a friend of ours that's leaving. He's moving to Tampa and he's having a going away party night. Come on back. So we ended up going back and, uh, you know, the place is packed that night when we went back. And we walk in, and they're like, Gavin, Adrian, you know, literally yelling at us across the bar. The owner came over and bought us a round of drinks, you know. I mean, it was just like, and everywhere you went, 
people would like not let you not engage in conversation with them. You know, they, they just, you know, picking you out and, and like wanting to talk to you. And uh, you know, met so many people, really cool people, really friendly. I, I got to say, it's it's a great town. I Who knew? You know? Yeah, right. And I've spent a lot of time in southern towns and, you know, southern hospitality. Southern people in general, in general are very friendly. But I got to say, the people of Charlotte are the most friendly I've ever encountered. Yeah, I get. I do notice that is that living in like Florida, people right. are nicer in Florida than in other parts of the country. Oh, without question, without question. But you know, the, it, really, from where we are, the farther north you go, the more southern it gets. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> you know, that's true. Um, and then the farther south you go, the more Latin it gets. You know, next thing you know, you're 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 not in, in America anymore. You're in you know Central or South America. You know, <laughs> oh, you mean just because of the makeup of the people uh, that are of there. the state? Yeah, yeah. Well, so. yeah. Well, not on the west side as much as on the east side. Yeah, the east side's a little different, but but yeah, it's it's. But I've, the west side's changing quick too, though. Well, all of Florida's changing quick that way, though. I've always thought that our area was a friendly place, but nothing like this place. Oh, I mean, wow. literally, there's at least a dozen people at this point that i felt like if i went back there i could go and and you know say hey you know let's let's go do something you know yeah and i was there for two days you know and my son's already got like you know everybody's cell phone numbers and they're they're going he was walk last night we left last night um and uh or we left yesterday and he he calls us up last night he says yeah i was just walking down the, the street and uh someone i had met last week you know shouts from across the street hey gavin let's go do something you know it's just like that he's he's been in town for you know two weeks <laughs> not even no, like spent a total days. of two days there yeah yeah but uh yeah interesting place and he lives in a little neighborhood that's like a mile right outside downtown but charlotte's really broken up into neighborhoods it's it's a neat place so within walking distance he's got like a dozen restaurants bars a grocery store you know, yeah, a place called Harris Teeter. You know, which actually is super nice, man. It's like, it's like a, a better than a Publix, I'd say. Oh, yeah, that's bold, right? So that's super bold. But uh, yeah, it's uh, just a really cool town. But had a great time. But um, man, I'm exhausted. Oh, you know, are you? Yeah. Last weekend we had to pick out an apartment for him, and this weekend we had to move him up. So. Well, yeah, and it's Monday too. So, the, like, luckily this week we'll get back on our regular schedule. Yeah, everything's out of whack. Yeah. Yeah, for the past couple weeks it's been totally out of whack. But yeah. We'll um we'll get going here. Um. All right. So, th- look, in the past couple weeks, man, there has been a bunch of things that have happened, and I know we haven't had a again doing it on Saturday. We get the whole week's worth of news, and then right we'll go from there. But this week, doing is, it on a Monday, it kind of changes the way the news cycle works. Well, and we did it on Thursday before, right? Uh, we, I think we did on Friday. Oh, yeah, Friday. Friday morning. Yeah. So we had like the whole weekend. So, but this just broke. So we can start with something that just broke. Well, two things. One, Dominion, the voting company, had a lawsuit against Fox News, and just as it was like going to trial, like the the, the, the jury's been seated, they were all ready to go, they settle. Right. For like the largest amount of money in one of these kind of lawsuits ever. $787 million. Yeah, I think that was a record ever for any defamation case, period. Oh, yeah, yeah, forever. Now, don't get me wrong. Fox has the money to do it, so they're going to be able to pay it off because they're sitting on billions in the bank or whatever. Um, so they're going to And, you know, it. here's the thing is normally in a defamation case, you have to prove harm. And there's no way in hell that any municipality, county, state, is not going to buy Dominion voting machines because Fox News said they're bad. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it I, never really hurt their business, I'm sure. Well, this the amount of money that they just got, though, represents multiple years' worth of revenue for them. Oh, yeah. 
Yeah. So like Dominion set, and there's another lawsuit coming up for, for from Fox from a different uh, company. voting company. Yeah. So like they're both going to get there, and now the and we don't know exactly what the reaction or what if this is the reaction for this, but on Friday that was Tucker Carlson's last show. He has now parted ways with Fox. Right. There is uh, talk that he was fired. Well, of course, he was fired. So, or he might have quit. You don't know that he didn't quit, dude. But he got he fired. Was fired. He, you don't you don't cost a company nearly eight you know eight hundred billion or million dollars, nearly a billion dollars. Well, you can't put and it not all get on, fired. But you can't put it all on top. Ah, it's a lot of it's on him. Well, he you, was the one pushing the hardest on the conspiracy theory that you know the elections were rigged and Dominion was the one that they were you know flipping the votes. Well, to, he was putting up people that he knew weren't telling the truth, right? And was like you know like the, the release of the Kraken chick, yeah. And Giuliani and yeah. Trump and all these people, he put them all all up all the time. Yeah. And he was the highest rated uh, show on their network, and now he's gone. And you cost a company eight hundred million dollars, you're probably going to get fired. Yeah, <laughs> you know, so, simple as that. So he, but it's okay. He's going to run for Congress. You think so? Yeah. How do you know this? He's too deep in the politics. He has too much sway over the entire Republican Party not to. You well, know. yeah, but I at mean, the same he, time, he can just do a podcast. His though. other, well, he could do a podcast, but he wants a power. I, you can see that in his eyes. He likes the power. He likes to be the, um, you know, in the the center of it. So I bet you, I bet you, I bet you, knowing his his particular type of uh, pathology, he's uh, going to be running for office. He's probably running for Congress or the Senate. Oh, yeah. Is this is it, how how. Uh... How confident are you in this? Uh, like, do you have a silver kind of confidence? Give, here? give it, give it a couple of weeks. I want to see where it pans out. I mean, because the other possibility is he goes to like a Newsmax or starts his own podcast or something like that. But I got a feeling that All right, well, we'll, re- we'll revisit I don't think this. I don't think money is his full motivator. I mean, of course it is, but I think power, and I think he might see an opportunity to grab some power here. All right. Well. Yeah. So, I mean, it changes the game completely if he runs for Congress. Oh, yeah. It actually yeah. takes away his power. <laughs> nah, I don't know. No. You think so? Really? Well, here's the thing. Who holds more power, the person that's in the office or the kingmaker? Yeah, but he's not going to have nearly as much power being independent, like a podcast or something like that, or going to a Newsmax or something like that. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. No, the I got reason he had that amount of power is because he was with Fox News. Well, no. That, and it's, Which and, was the biggest, you know, cable news outlet, yeah. and he was the biggest show on it. I am curious, though, who's going to replace his time slot. Oh, God, some num- some other <laughs> just horrible human being. Unless Fox says, oh, shit, we, we really went too far right. We got to we gotta recenter, and they bring in someone, uh, you know, more moderate. That's a possibility, too. It really depends on, on what their their overall objective is. But if they go more moderate, you know, they might not have the same viewership. Their ratings might go down. Yeah. yeah. Oh, no. I think the ratings are going to go down either way. Right. Well, and also, again, this is another story. Don Lemon's out at CNN. Uh, another good one. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's good. So. And I thought he got fired a while back. No, he got moved. Oh, is that what and it was? now it's finally he's gone. Yeah, they put him on some morning show or something. Oh, he something. screwed that all up. Yeah, of course. Yeah, of course. Well, that's good, too. Yeah, because he was another horrible one. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know? Don Lemon was horrible. Yeah. So, uh, good. Maybe we're weeding out all these. Uh, maybe we might actually get some journalist types back. I kind of doubt it because oh, no, that's not no, the way the news there's, functions there's no anymore. Be, there's no way that's But, uh, you know, at least getting some of the worst ones out. Hey, Ra- Rachel Maddow still got a job? No, she's out. Oh, she's she out, quit, too. Though. She kind of quit, though. Yeah, okay. That's good. Yeah. So, she's out. 
But <laughs> so that that stuff is shit, and it just happened today. So like it just came out today, and stuff yeah. like that. So I just wanted to bring that part up. Not again. Not that it totally matters. But because I look, don't watch any of those news. Sh- any of the mainstream no, media is bad. No, I I can't watch, especially any of those, you know, flamboyant host shows. You know, I don't. When I watch the news, I want to get information. I don't care about anyone's opinion. Yeah, know? I would. Yeah, I want. I want the who, what, when, where, and why. Exactly. And you, you, you just. Yeah. It's there's like there's so nobody that you can get that from <laughs> BBC. Yeah, <laughs> that's about the only one I go to for news anymore. You know, like I do watch CNN I like occasionally. But I like the Hill. I think the Hill does a pretty good job. Yeah. Well, are, are they on TV? They do a podcast and a. Oh yeah. You know, and it's 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 a it's televised, but it's not like it's on it's not on like on cable. Right. You know. Right. So I like that one, even though that one has well, that one does have a libertarian. Uh, Robbie Suave's on, it does it, but he he really I will say this to almost to a fault he does it as a straight news guy. Really, he does it. He does very very well. Well, I wouldn't call that a, almost to a fault then. He's doing well, almost it right. to a fault where I think that there are times in which he should bring up libertarian principles that he doesn't. Oh, I got gotcha. you. You know yeah, what I mean? Right. Like there's times where you could make a point that you don't make. Yeah. Yeah, but well, good on him. That's oh no, respectable. Think, oh yeah, no, I think he yeah. does. It. it used to be all uh, reporters kept their personal opinions out of the news. Yeah, yeah. So, um, and then also, you know, other people are announcing on the Tuck on the Tucker thing, where it's a bad. You know, Megyn Kelly says it's a bad move. Don Junior slaves are you know like again everybody people that liked Tucker are saying things, even though like the, the one thing that the Dominion lawsuit came out was there were private emails or private messages that Tucker and Hannity, excuse Bless me. You. Bless you. Thank you. Um, that, that Tucker and Hannity were putting out that they didn't like Trump either. Like, and they thought he was doing bad stuff. It was it's, right. Like what they were saying privately behind the scenes and what they were saying publicly on the air was not anywhere near the same thing. That's why I think he likes the power. Yeah, maybe, you know, well, yeah, he wasn't really wasn't really doing that. Right. But I did want to get so but I want to move on to this because there was a poll that came out. And it's it's a good poll and it's a bad poll all at the same time. Right. So it says majorities don't want Biden or Trump to run in 24. Right. Survey. Right. Big so, majorities. Big majorities. <laughs> big majorities. So a new NBC News poll found that 60 percent of Americans think Trump shouldn't try to retake the Oval Office, including roughly a third of Republicans. Thirty percent of those think he shouldn't campaign in 2024, cite the criminal charges he faced in New York as a major reason. Um, uh, let's see here. Uh, at the same time, 70 percent of Americans think Biden shouldn't seek a second term, right. including 51 percent of Democrats. 48% of those said he shouldn't run again, cited his age as a major reason. Right. The latest results are in line with our polls indicating low enthusiasm for either Trump or Biden as they're ready for what could be a 2020 rematch. Trump launched his campaign back in November just after midterms and Biden expected to enter a race soon. Um, probably tomorrow, actually. Right. Uh, Yahoo News uh, YouGov poll found that 38%, 38% plurality of respondents reported that they felt exhaustion over the idea of a Trump-Biden presidential race rematch. Right. In, in, <laughs> no in, rational person wants that. <laughs> yeah. In the NBC News poll, Trump still comes on top of pathetic or, or hip, hypothetical GOP primary field, although 15 percentage points ahead of Governor Ron... I, I think actually pathetic was the right word yeah, there. It might have been. <laughs> um, 15 percentage points ahead of uh, Florida Governor Ron DeSantis, who hasn't yet, le- yet launched a bid as Republican primaries voters' first choice. And 41% of registered voters overall said they definitely or probably vote for Biden in the general election if he does run, including 88% of Democrat voters. So this was conducted in uh, April 14th. Well, that right there is a lie. What's that? (laughs) If Biden is the nominee, 100% of Democrat voters will vote for Biden if it's Biden-Trump, or at least 99.5% of them. 
Oh yeah, yeah. Oh no. So, okay. yeah, they're, so they're they're lying to themselves there. Well, There's a lot of people who are lying to themselves in this poll. Well, no, and that's the yeah. actually that's the point I wanted to make. By the way, is that, right. Like, I understand how this poll. If you don't want to see either Trump or Biden, how this poll could give you hope. Well, neither Trump or Biden is going to be on the general election ticket. There's no doubt in my mind about that. So hold on a second. You saying that Trump won't make the Republican primary? Correct. And that DeSantis or and and that um, Trump will lose the Republican primary. And that Biden will lose the Democrat primary. No, no. He will actually uh, uh, gracefully bow out of the race after he either falls and breaks his hip or suffers a mild stroke. And he will endorse Michelle Obama, who will slip in and say, well, I really didn't have any plans to run, but, you know, uh, President Biden asked me, uh, you know, to run. And, and that's how it's going to go down. And Mike Pence is going to win the Republican nomination because DeSantis is going to lead early, but he's going to step on his dick so bad he is going to have one of those, you know, moments that just tanks his campaign. And I don't know what he's going to do or say, but he's going to do or say something incredibly stupid because it's obvious at this point he is he is either being advised by very, very stupid people or he has no political instincts whatsoever. Because he will do something. So he will he will uh, end up just getting thrashed. And Mike Pence will squeak out the uh, Republican uh, victory in the, uh, in the primary. And Michelle Obama will basically have no opposition once Biden falls down and, uh, uh, you know, hands, hands the mantle to her. Now, have you paid attention at all to the announcement of RFK Jr. going getting in the Democrat? Primary? No, no. Oh, so I, you don't know this? I didn't know that. Oh, that kind of changes things. Okay, so RFK Jr. has announced that he is running for the Democrat nomination in for president in twenty twenty four. Oh, that okay. That could screw up my whole my whole plan there. So you didn't know that. You no, didn't know that. I didn't. Time. I didn't think RFK was Jr. was in the running. I mean, he's he's now decided that he's going to run, and he has didn't, officially announced his campaign. Did not hear that. That changes everything. That that really does change everything. So he could be the the go to guy for the Democrats. Well, but the, the one Democrats, thing I know for, the Democrats and the media really hate RFK Jr. Why? I mean, do you know? I, like, they consider him an anti vaxxer Okay. Well, that's. I mean, he was an anti vaxxer before COVID. Hmm. Hmm. Well, like he has been on the fringes of I, I don't think he's that's, been on the fringes of 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 of, of you know, of news. And hang stuff. on a second. If if the election was held in 2022, that would have been an issue. I think by the time 2024 comes around, nobody's going to give a shit about that. You know, it'll be such a non issue that it'll be in the rearview window. So I don't think that'll have much effect on. It may have an uh, an effect on a small number of voters, but most of them would be able, even if they didn't like that concept, would you know it wouldn't be a deal killer for them. So RFK uh, Jr. could really change the dynamics. But I still I mean, here's the thing: the mainstream media, right, and the Democratic establishment, right, despise this man just for that. Are there well, other reasons? I, look, I mean, he's been on the again. He's been he's been an anti-vaxer for a long time, man. Like the he's, vaccines it, cause it, autism. If I recall, there have been a few things where he has been very anti the the I'd agenda. In, I'd put him in the Kucinich camp. Okay, all right. Like he's like a Dennis Kucinich. All right, then yeah, he's probably not gonna not gonna get it then. But yeah. I mean, he. But again, right now, I think he's got he polls at like fifteen percent. Hmm, that's interesting. In the Democrat in the Democrat primary. Yeah. 
Yeah. Like he he's running on what his dad was running on in many ways. Yeah, but I still don't think once Michelle O gets in there, there's just she checks all the boxes. She's she'll win it if she's in it. And I think that if Biden doesn't have anyone else to hand the baton to, um, it's it, it's going to have to be her. You know, I, I just I, I can't think of anyone else that makes sense. Um, you know, but but RFK Jr. throws a different wrinkle in it. You know, yeah. So but yeah, definitely uh, Biden's going to announce he is running for reelection probably in the next few days. Yeah, probably tomorrow. I think is that what, what they're, they're saying, saying is going to be tomorrow. Yeah. Because the, the media keeps asking, and he, he's been saying, ah, well, you know, we'll soon or something like that. Um, so, uh, but yeah, he's, I, I think there's, there's very little doubt he's going to have some type of medical event that America's going to go, oh, yeah, he is too old. Even though America already thinks he's too old, but if he can do the whole vibrant thing and keep that going, uh, then, you know, he, he might be able to pull it off, but I don't think he, he can. And, you know, he falls down a lot on stairs. <laughs> one of these falls times, up. Yeah. One I don't these, even know how you do that. One of these times he's breaking a hip. <laughs> so, I mean, you'd think so. Right. Um, so also for the, and they had an NRA convention, um, like just recently. And just before that NRA convention, there's a super PAC that is, um, that, that is supporting DeSantis that put out an ad calling Trump a, uh, you know, a gun grabber. And interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was the, the never back down pack, um, release an ad attacking, uh, Trump as a gun grabber. Mm -hmm. Um, and I always find it funny that Florida has red flag laws, right? That were put in by DeSantis, right? And now we're going to call Trump the grun grabber. Well, he was too. Well, yeah. It's, <laughs> I mean, well, everybody, they're not wrong. Like it's such a target rich environment on right. all sides. Yeah, that it's just one of those things where I guess they can all call each other everything on anything. Hey, how did uh, uh, Hammer and her Marion Hammer and her cabal of uh, Florida NRA people come down on the uh, permitless carry thing? Uh, I think they were against it. I think. Of course they were. <laughs> I'm sure they were against it because it takes away all the power they had for their NRA, uh, you know, uh, gun classes. That they made so much money on for 30 years. I mean, and that was a watered down version of anything anyway, though. Like that 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 bill that they had was end up being way watered down to begin with. Well, I thought because it was it wasn't permitless carry. It was permitless concealed carry. Well, yes. Yeah. But still, basically, after it wasn't constitutional carry in the traditional. Yeah, sense. but still, yeah, after July first, any Floridian can carry a firearm concealed without a permit. Yes, that's okay. true. That's so, true. And that means that the NRA is losing all that money for the uh, uh, the NRA uh, permit classes that uh, they used to be mandatory. Yeah, and they were the only game in town. Mm-hmm. You know, so I'm sure the NRA was against it. Yeah, folks, if you're a supporter of the Second Amendment and also a supporter of the NRA. You're fighting against yourself. Yes, <laughs> because the NRA is not a supporter of the Second Amendment. Yeah, no, not they, not really. They not, seem like it on the surface, but when the rubber hits the road, and when you actually get into the legislation, uh, how many times did they fight us on you know <laughs> yeah legislation that was actually uh, you know constitutional uh, you know supporting the Second Amendment that that they were fighting uh, uh, tooth and nail. Yeah. So, but. Uh, yeah, that's interesting. So they are going after so so at least one uh, NRA pack is going after Trump. Well, well, no, no. This is a DeSantis pack. There's a super pack that supports DeSantis, right? That is going after Trump. 
Uh, yeah, but it's an NRA pack, right? No, 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 no. Oh, it's called okay. Never back down. Okay, all right. I was confused there. My bad. So that's going on right now, and now and now DeSantis is on a world tour. Right. So he is now visiting other countries. He met with Japan, the Japanese prime minister, but he's not, has still not announced that he's going to run for president. So basically, he's doing it on the uh, Florida taxpayers' dime. Basically, Fuck I mean, I don't I, look. I don't know exactly <laughs> who's paying for it. Oh, but. I'm sure these are considered trade junkets. You know. Oh yeah, we're going over to support you know Japanese tourism for Disney. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure they're rolling it in something right. like that. Yeah. But he's going there in Israel and like he's again. It's a world tour to go along with the nationwide tour that he went on before this. Right. To promote his book that everybody that runs for president does, even though he has right. again not announced that he's running for president, and he still has that out of like, well, you know, I haven't actually decided to run for president, even though he's totally going to. I mean, at this point, I, I, I don't am, know why you're not doing. You're doing all this stuff if you're not going to run for president. Oh, of course he's running for president. I, I, I got to say, I am so disappointed in my protege. Yeah, it's it's just. It's heartbreaking, you know. After, you know, Ron. After everything I did for you, you know that that you're gonna, you know, do this to me. It's it's just disgusting, disgusting that you would go, you know, full on uh, uh, woke warrior there, you know, and uh, not actually be a defender of our constitutional rights. Oh yeah, and cause, you know? and look, the legislative session that just passed in Florida. They okay, so they took the don't say what, and again, it's it's called this, so it's just easy to call it this thing. Right. The don't say gay bill, which was supposed to be up to like third graders, is now gone all the way through high school. <laughs> grade. Like right. they they right. again, it's one of these things, and, and politicians do this all the time. They right. implement a law, yeah, and then they once they get it in, then oh, they yeah. expand it. Oh it's, yeah, it's it's, it's At fifteen it's, weeks. Now it's six weeks. Yeah, you know, I, on the abortion thing. Well, yeah, and then the abortion thing, they went from fifteen. weeks Normally, to six they weeks. wait a few years. You know, normally they turn that boiling pot of water up on the frog slowly, but these days they're just ramping it up to 10. Well, the thing about Florida, though, is that Florida is a veto proof right. Republican majority. It's a exactly. super majority yeah. in Florida right now. And in their mind, in the in the Republican legislators mind in Florida, right. they have a mandate to do whatever they want to do. And they have been sick. Yeah. And they're banning books left and right. And. Banning drag shows and mm -hmm. I, I just you know going to war with Disney, which fuck Disney, but stop that, you know. Well, my, look, my problem is if and if any if anybody has driven on Florida roads, you know which roads are the Disney roads and which roads are the state roads because the Disney roads are awesome and the state roads can suck a little bit. Right. Don't right. get me wrong. There's some good state roads in Florida, but like for the most part, Disney does it correctly. Because they're allowed to, because they're incentivized to get people in and out of those areas better. I will say this, though. Florida roads are exponentially better than South Carolina roads. Uh, there, there was That's this, true. There's this one stretch in South Carolina where the potholes are just, like, it, it, insane. On an interstate. Uh, on an interstate. Yeah, I think it was on, I think it was on 26, I-26. And um, this one stretch of road where it's so bad that, and I'm not joking, every... 50 to 100 yards, someone is pulled over changing a tire. And South Carolina troopers are out there in orange vest helping people change tires. Jesus Christ. I, I mean, that's what they're doing. You know, it, it's, I mean, it's fix the damn roads, man. You know? <laughs> yeah, I guess in that but, aspect. Even but who will build the roads? <laughs> South Carolina government. Yeah. No, the Florida legislature this year went just nuts when it comes to oh the, yeah when it, the culture war stuff they went nuts and you know they they went nuts the thing is this is that 
there is no again there never was but now it's totally in the open now there right. is no between the Democrats and Republicans, neither one of them believe in little government. They both believe no, in big government. No, it's just which they, part of big government they yeah, like better. They both yeah. believe in enforcing whatever their sense of morality is on everybody else. Right. And and yeah, it, it, honestly, in Florida right now, it feels like we're we're only a couple of steps away from you know people wearing pink triangles. I mean, it's bad. you know, it's ju- yeah, I mean, it's just it's, these guys are these guys are. None of them believe in any sense of liberty or freedom no, or no. or allowing people to live their lives as they see fit. Like I, I put up a post the other day of just how sad the state of affairs is. Yeah. And like you said, they start with something that is not great, but at least it's rational. OK. Yeah. Uh, like. All right. So you don't want to talk to, you know, elementary school kids about sex. All right. I, I think most people can say, yeah, that's OK. Yeah. You know, that's a realm that it should be left to the parents. And then you say, well, you know what? We're not going to do it through any primary school, all the way up to 12th grade. I mean, come on. Well, and come the, on. the way they write, the, again, the way they write the rules. I, the high school seniors have a much greater understanding of sexuality probably than most of the legislators. Yeah. You know, because all they know is from hookers and children. Yeah. You know? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So you're, again, Florida has taken. I did. I can't believe how bad of a turn it's taken. Hey, yeah, but quick it's taken too. A, yeah, yeah, it's taken a bad turn. I used to always wonder, um, you know, how how like the, the Germans just you know put up with such radical changes. But it's like you just kind of look around and it's like, how the fuck did that happen? Yeah, you know. And that's again, that's a, that's a it's a large there's a large gap between you know germany 1939 and florida today clearly so i don't want to you know make light of that but i'm just saying it it has been a very radical um social shift in florida in a very short period of time yeah and i didn't see it coming well and when it comes to businesses these guys are definitely are like if you say anything like look the disney thing like the Disney came out against that bill, and and the legislature just went ape shit, or DeSantis went ape shit against Disney, where it's like, right? Like they didn't even come out against it. It's Disney, and again, I despise Disney. I won't give them any of my money. Don't want anything to do with them. Having said that, what this Florida government doing is horrendous. But Disney didn't even really come out against it. Basically, all all that happened was, you know, the the CEO sent a a memo to his employees saying that, hey, we look, we don't support. We know we have a lot of gay and lesbian employees, mm-hmm. and we don't support what the state is doing, and, and we support you. And that was basically it. I mean, they didn't really like go out in the media and go. Yeah, on, they you know, weren't like hardcore lobbying right. against it. Yeah. So they were just trying to essentially console their employees who yeah. were affected. And DeSantis, you know, upon hearing that, is like, oh, right, well, we're going to take over Reedy Creek, which right. is the district yeah. that controls the area that Disney's in. And still doubling down. Now he's talking about, now that he realized that, you know, the, uh, what was it, the King Charles rule that the last commission yeah. did before, right before we at the mm-hmm. 11th hour. Um, and now he's so pissed off over that, he's saying, well, what we're going to do is we're going to build a state prison on Disney property. Yeah. yeah. I well, mean, right was, outside look, Disney It pro- was a joke, but. It, it wasn't totally, though. It was a, It was one of those things like, I've got the power to do this. Yeah. You know, he probably won't. But, you know, he's he's, you know, it, it's this it, it came across with the same type of attitude that a, a bullying cop has. Yes. Like, you know, I could take you to jail for that. Mm-hmm. It was that kind of, you know, 
maybe you ought to maybe you ought not be such a jerk there boy mm-hmm. yeah it was it was that kind of yeah no no no. Yeah. Nope, you're right about that you're right about that and so he's doubling down on that which he right. learned from trump again it's one of these things where oh yeah there's yeah. definitely some lessons that the, the republicans have learned not good lessons but right. lessons that the republicans learn learned from trump and one of them is you just never back down the funny Actually, thing is all is, politicians have learned that lesson now not just trump but. desantis could be leading in the gop primary right now if he didn't go so far, Trump. If he just well, even kept Trump, the, but even right. Trump and them are saying you went too far with Disney and you went too far right. with Anheuser Busch. Yeah. So like they end up taking the opposite viewpoint to oh, almost wait, look wait, more wait. rational. Hang, hang on a second. I've, I've been a little out of the loop. What has Florida done now with Anheuser Busch? Oh no, no. I'm just talking about the issue in its entirety. Oh, okay. I'm not talking yeah. about anything in specific. That's another shit show too. <laughs> you know, with people throwing away their own beer that they already paid for. Oh, yeah, that was stupid, too. <laughs> anyway. Look, hold on, but hold on, let's get into that part, too. Okay. Look, listen, I don't like Bud Light. I never, I, I, I look, I don't like Bud Light before this happened because Anheuser-Busch sold out a long time oh, yeah. ago yeah. to a Belgian company. It's right. not an American-made beer anymore, really. Right. Yeah. Look, they may make, well, they make it here. They but, may yeah. make some Anheuser-Busch here, but at the end of the day, yeah, that, it's that a European beer is, owned company. Yeah, it's a European-owned company. And... I always looked at Anheuser-Busch as, how can I say this? Like, if you watch their commercials, they were an, in, if you watch their branding, right. they're an insult to America. <laughs> yeah. Like, they do that all the time where they'll make a beer and it just says Merca on it. Like, <laughs> yeah. like I mean, it didn't say Merca, but it'll say America on it. <laughs> right. The ad that they put out after the Dylan Mulvaney thing was just like, Clydesdales and like it was oh, so well they had to, yeah yeah like but it I mean was they so had to go transparent Team America to get it back yeah you know? I, so <laughs> people are so fucking stupid and either yeah, way just, but that got you know it got past because look and here's the thing Budweiser itself took a hit right and I think it's like seventeen percent down right now yeah yeah like they lost billions of dollars in in, in stock revenue or stock uh, uh what do they call that number fuck whatever sales. No, 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 not sales. But when your stock has oh, a certain value, price? yeah, their yeah. value, their valuation went right, down by yeah. a bunch of money. I mean, don't get me wrong; they're still worth a ton of money. And look, Budweiser is far and away the the, the well, biggest beer in the world. Yeah, but it's it's also only a portion of InBev's total. You know, um, uh, they own a whole bunch of shit. Oh no, and that's the other thing too yeah. is that like everybody was trying to protest this. Like, well, I'm not going to buy Bud Light; I'll buy something else. Yeah. And everything else they were going to try to buy was like, <laughs> yeah. oh no, that's owned by a right. that's owned by that's owned by Anheuser Busch. Yeah. No, nope, that's owned by Anheuser Busch. Yeah. Oh, that's owned by Coors Light. Oh, oh yeah, Coors does pro LGBT things too. Yeah. It, like, it, right. like there was no escape from it. You know, it, 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 it's like saying uh, I'm boycotting Pontiac, so I'm going to buy a Chevy. Yeah. <laughs> <You know? laughs> No, and that's what they were doing with beer. When, right. when, look, my point, and, and my point's been like this for years. I've been very consistent in this. Know the people you're buying your beer from, man. Right. Like, buy from local craft breweries. They're everywhere. Just buy from them. Don't buy from any of the big companies anymore. Yeah. Give that local guy your business. It'd work out much better for everybody. I buy what's on sale. Well, you're a dick. So. <laughs> because honestly, when you're talking in the realm of light beer, there ain't a fucking bit of difference between them, man. There really isn't. Coors Light, Bud Light, Miller Light, it's like natural light, you know, it's all the same shit. It's light beer, man. Yeah, <laughs> well, know? I mean, it's, yeah, piss water. Basically. Yeah, <laughs> you, you drink it when you, when you want to have eight of them. But I just, I found that the, I found that the, 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 the Budweiser argument itself was funny in the fact that you have one group that's now boycotting Budweiser or Bud Light. You have right. one, we have one group that's now buying Bud Light now out of spite. Right. When in all reality, it's a crappy beer. Right. 
but we're not talking about the principle of the matter of it being a crappy beer. Well, owned by a major corporation, which you will say, oh, there's only so many different choices in the marketplace for a major corporation. Well, here's the pivot. Which is the same as a third-party fight. Here's the thing, is if they stuck to, stuck to their guns on it, they might have taken a hit from their regular clientele, but they had an opportunity to grab a lot of Gen Z drinkers who are now coming of age, drinking age, and are going to be drinking for probably the next 40 or 50 years. So by not pivoting, well, I think that's what they were trying to do. That's what they were trying to do. But then when they pivot back and, and like, you know, like tail between the legs and here, you know, America, fuck yeah, Clydesdales. You know, when they start doing that shit, <laughs> then they're Which is exactly what they did. Then they're losing both audiences. You know? Oh yeah, they're not going to make anybody happy. In no, this, in nobody's going to be happy with that. Even though I will say, so, like, I go to like I'll go to like a gas station or something, and I'll see people have like a four pack of Bud Light. Right. And I just look at them like, well, uh, most most people are like because it's on sale. <laughs> you know, P- PBR w- was a little more expensive this time. I guess. So. <laughs> so. Either way, it just it just sucks right. all the way around. Yeah. Um, all right. So the other major thing that's been going on, by the way, is these individual shootings not just the mass shootings but the individual shootings yeah and and some strange ones there there are a lot of really scared people out there yes you know yes that's the thing I, i mean it's like if a car pulls in your driveway you go out and start blasting yeah if somebody rings your doorbell you go out and start shooting yeah so hold on so two texas cheerleaders got shot after getting into the wrong car after practice. Right. So two cheerleaders go to a car, look like another car. They get in. They realize it's the wrong car, so they get out. And they go to another car. This guy gets out of the car, right. goes to the other car, and then shoots them. Right. After they're no longer a threat whatsoever. Now, that to me is a little bit different one because that's just pure malice, you know? Yeah. I, I mean, there's just no reason for that. Yeah. Yeah. So that, a man has that's been just arre- a psychopath. Yeah. So a man has been arrested after two Texas cheerleaders were shot. One critically after the, after one of them mistakenly got into the wrong car, according to the police and the owner of the gym where they trained. Officers in Elgin, about twenty miles twenty five miles north of Austin, responded to reports of shots fired outside a Heb Market around twelve fifteen a.m. local time, one a.m. Eastern time, Tuesday. The Elgin Police Department said in a release, information suggests or information suggests that an altercation occurred in the parking lot of a Heb. Multiple shots were fired into a vehicle. Police said two of the car's occupants were struck by gunfire. One of the victims sustained serious injuries and transported a helicopter to a hospital where she's listed in critical condition. The sp- the suspect. Pedro Tello Rodriguez Jr. has been charged with deadly conduct, a third-degree felony. So, again, this is this guy wasn't in danger. No. He got out of the car and went and shot these people. Right, right. So, as, as soon as they realized their mistake and got out of the car, they were, even, they were never any threat to begin with, right? Yeah. So any rational person should have assessed the situation, and especially a full-grown man, and two teenage girls, you know, getting in the car. Yeah. It's not, you know, this is not a, a significant threat. Yeah. You know? The other one was, and this is the big one that gets a lot of media attention, is the Ralph Yarrow one, who was a 16-year-old kid, a black guy. Um, and again, the, the thing is this. In the first article, they don't talk about how the cheerleaders were white and the guy was Spanish. I don't think that the cheerleaders were white. I think they, one of them might have been uh, uh, Latina. Um, but regardless, they don't yeah. mention, they don't they mention, don't the, mention race. Yeah, the, the race did not now factor in into the, that in one. the Ralph in the Ralph Yarrow one, that guy was black. The guy that owned the house was white. He went up and knocked on the door and this guy shot him through the door. He didn't even, he didn't even try to break I, in or anything right. else like he that. He the just, rang the fucking doorbell and shot him through the door. Yeah, that's, that's, 
that that right there is it, it probably should be first degree murder. Well, and this one seemed weird too. Is that so? This guy was able to get away. The Ralph Yar guy was able to get away, and then. He went to other houses. Nobody would help him until one house was like made him keep his hands on his head because they didn't know what was going on. And until the cops came, a shot 16 year old shows up on your porch. I mean, you're not going to help him. Well, that, look, this is where they say the racism. Uh, came into, Honestly, came into that does sound racist that, it, it, you know, I, I can't say that for certain, but it sure sounds like it. Yeah. You know, I mean, I mean, the kid was just ringing the bell. Yeah, you he know, was going to pick up his, the doorbell. He was going to pick up like his little brother. Or I mean, like that. what if he was selling magazines for school? Well, probably not that late at night. But if you, you shouldn't be selling things that late at night again, well, I don't want to. It wasn't. It, it wasn't that late. Uh, what time was it? I thought it was actually. Uh, let me see here. Me yeah, see. I'm curious about that. Well, uh, it doesn't I don't have a. I, yeah, I, I don't have a time. I could have swore that I saw the uh, might have been no, you're right. The footage been and it was day. daytime. Yeah, it yeah, might have been during the day. It might have been during so, the day. Uh, e- again, you don't shoot right. somebody. Yeah, you through don't the fucking... shoot somebody through the door unless you look out the window and they're armed and about to kick your door in. Then maybe. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. But oh god, just people, you know. And then there was the the um, uh, the guy in uh, New York uh, who shot the the kids who just pulled in the wrong driveway yep that's another you know? one that's another one uh, hold on that's not even all of them so sheriff said man who fatally shot woman in his driveway has shown no remorse so a 20 year old woman who was shot and killed saturday after she and three others accidentally turned into the wrong driveway while looking for a friend's house in a rural upstate new york the woman identified as karen gills a passenger in the vehicle when the man fired two shots from his front porch washington county sheriff uh, jeffrey murphy said in a press conference monday one of the shots hit the vehicle um and struck Gillis. The man, 65-year-old Kevin Monahan, has been charged with second-degree murder in connection with her death. Murphy said Monday it's unclear whether Monahan has retained an, attor- an attorney yet. It's a very rural place with dirt roads, easy to get lost. They drove up a driveway for a very short time, realized their mistake, and were leaving. When Mr. Monahan came out and fired two shots, Murphy said, adding that the area has poor cell phone service. Um, the shooting happened just days after a black teenager in Kansas City. We talked about that one. Um, so, like, the thing about it is, again, the, this guy was in no danger. Right, right, yeah. You know, there was no interaction with these people. They pull into a driveway, they pull back out of the driveway, and then he shoots them. The, again, the people are taking this... I, 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 look, I don't even understand how any of these people who are shooting people think that they're in the right, because they're yeah. totally not... Or that you're not going to go to jail for this. right. Yeah, I, 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 what are what are all these people so afraid of? Well, here's another one. Police arrest man who allegedly shot six-year-old parents and neighbors when a basketball rolled into their yard. So a North Carolina man allegedly shot a six-year-old girl, her parents, and additional neighbor after a basketball rolled into his yard. The suspect, Robert Lewis Singletary, turned himself in on Thursday to Hillsborough County Sheriff's Office in Tampa, Florida. Oh, the Jesus, Gaston that County, happened here, huh? Yeah. So the Gaston County Police Department received the 911 call uh, at 7.44 p.m. on Tuesday about a local shooting. Um, uh, investigators later determined that Singletary seriously injured one adult male and one juvenile female and and that a separate female has grazed a bullet while a second adult male was shot. Police identified the three victims as William James White, Ashley Hillebrand, and Derek uh, 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 Kenneth uh, Prather, all from Gastonia. I think it happened in Gastonia. It happened in Gastonia. He was captured in Tampa. Yeah, he got down here, though. Um, so, White, so this was a black man that shot three white people. Three white people. Okay. Yeah. 
and again, in this aspect, I'm not saying that the race actually matters as much as the race doesn't matter of, of people just doing dumb shit. Yeah, but I don't see anything saying it was racially motivated in this article. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? Well, he looked at my husband and my daughter and told them, I'm going to kill you. Gaston police uh, have multiple warrants for Singletary's arrest. He is charged with four counts of attempted murder, two counts of assault with a deadly weapon, and one count of possession of a firearm by a felon. So this guy was a felon anyway and had a... And, like, and again, I think that... The, here's the thing. I think the one thing that we talked about in the beginning that I wanted to reiterate is, is the fear. Right, right. Everybody is so afraid of everybody else right? that if somebody walks onto your property, somehow you think that you're justified in shooting them in order to save your own life or something. Yeah, yeah. Or you have a bunch of people that are just murderers that are just finding a reason to shoot people. That could be too. That could be all that rage. They're just looking for any excuse to take it out on someone. No, and and it's rage. Yeah. It's just rage. You are just like... Between the mainstream media and our politicians is that the fear sells and that they are using the fear in order to increase their own power or number of clicks on their websites or whatever you want to call it. Right. Depending on, you know, if they're the media. Their number or of viewers on their yeah. news network. Well, right. Whatever it is. Yeah. They are there to do one thing and one thing alone. To get you afraid of everybody and everything. And angry. And angry. And they don't. Again, look, each one of these people are ultimately responsible for their own actions. Oh, clearly. So I, yeah. you can't indict the politicians or the media for this per se. No, but it, it, the environment, the, the, the media and the politicians are creating incite it. Well, I'll tell you what. You know what they're not doing? They're not calming anything down. No. No. And they have no motivation to calm anything down. Well, yeah, they basically they just they either want to blame, uh, you know, the, the guns or in a lot of cases, uh, you know, whatever. Pick some underlying reason that you want to 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 place on it. Look, racism, whatever. But and, and you know, the bottom line is everybody's just all worked up and, and ready really? on a hair trigger. If you're a black person, the media is telling you that you are systematically being hunted down and attacked oh, right, right. from white people because yeah. you're black. Yeah. If you're white, you're being told that black people are running amok and that they're going to kill all of you eventually and that they're robbing everybody and stealing right. everything. They're trying, what is it, the replacement theory or something like that? Some, you, yeah. yeah, you pick your Whatever. theory on that. Yeah. But there's a lot of different angles at, at effect. Yeah. Meanwhile, you have... You know, like, look, you have cities that are tons of chaos going in them right now where there there are riots going down. You have major um, stores, major chain stores are closing down in certain areas because everybody's just robbing from them because the police aren't even trying to arrest these people for anything anymore. Right. So you you have such a weird like there's a kernel of truth that the media will latch on to. But at the same time, they'll expand it so far to sell the fear of it. Right. And it, it, the bottom line is it, it's all a beautiful thing. You know, <laughs> this is great for the anarchist in me that, you know, sees society breaking down in general and and, you know, sees government becoming completely ineffective at doing anything about it. And it really, it, we're on the right path, America. Keep doing what you're doing. <laughs> Keep 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 going ahead. I'd love to uh, say that you're being sarcastic, but in in your own you know, twisted way, you're totally serious. Look, part part of me weeps at what's going on in the world, and another part of me goes, "It's necessary to get to a better place. It all has to crash down. It's kind of like we need, as a society, we need to hit rock bottom before we can heal." Yeah, you know what? Here's the thing. I, I the, the, 
there's definitely a lot of truth to that. Yeah. And it's unfortunate. You're right. I weep for what's going on right yeah. now. And the irony is we're wealthier and better fed and, you know, more more free in general. Well, yeah, because one know. of the biggest problems in this country right now is an obesity epidemic. Right. Yeah. Which so, means we have way too much food. So we're, we're, we or should be in a food. position where we're the happiest we've ever been. And yet, because we're the, we're most, the most, most proper, prosperous, and and we we have more than any other generation has had. We have abundance. We have, and more we're tearing to- ourselves apart. Well, and because and of in that. a weird way, we have more tolerance for one another than we've ever had. Yes. Yeah. Well, that seems to be slipping back a little. Well, bit. Well, but yeah. here's the thing, though. The reason that's slipping, though, is because both sides, both sides, took again, it to an extreme. Are are taking it to an extreme? Right. They're, they're, you yeah. need, it's again, we go down this road. It's either mandatory or forbidden. Right. It's either banned or mandatory. It's not. Right. You live you've and got let the, live is not something that we're doing right now. You, you, you've got the the you know the the radical right racists on one side uh, that you know are, are and the radical left racists and on the, the other radical side. left you know uh, everything is oppression and you know screaming pussy hats well, on the yeah, other side look, that are they're all doing right. identity politics right <laughs> yeah, now. It's, it's and all of identity politics is rooted in racism and it ends up where people end up hating each other. Mm-hmm. You know, so we're in such based a, off of the color of their skin and nothing else. It's such a weird time in history right now. It's a fascinating time. It's the best times. I, I enjoy. <laughs> yes, yes, absolutely. I enjoy being alive and, and watching all this right now. Uh, but uh, I, I honestly think that a, a, as much as it saddens me to see what is going on and and knowing what could have been and how it, how just a decade or two uh, ago it felt like oh man we're so close to getting this right and then it just all goes off a fucking cliff you know but I do realize also that in order to get to a place where we can have real freedom and real harmony and real prosperity. We need to tear it all down. So if this is part of the teardown process, then so be it. Yeah. You know? I mean, look, it's it's again, it's sad. It breaks your heart. You watch it and you and you're 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 saddened with the whole thing. Yeah. And it's again, it's like watching this train wreck coming. Yeah. Like you see both. You see it. You see it coming. And you're trying to warn people that, it, you know, this is not the right way to do it. And no one's paying attention. Right. Everybody's doubling down on all of it. You know, you and, and, and again, if you look at. Look, look at the two or main Or do you really candidates. want to warn people or you just want to pull out the popcorn in the folding chair? Yeah, maybe that's you what know? it is. But I mean, when you, like, it's just like when we get back back to the beginning, what we first talked about or earlier on when we talked about is that the majority of Americans do not want Biden or Trump. Right. If those two people, both Biden and Trump, <laughs> had any caring for the public themselves, right. they would say... Well, it looks like neither side really wants us. Right. So we're going to go ahead and back out of running. Yeah. And we're going to let other people Never do happen. it. N- n- never in a million no, years. No. Because those two people are so arrogant that they think that they're the only ones that can save us. Right. And they've convinced a large enough percentage of the population on both sides is that in the primaries, they'll probably win. Because there's a no, lot of tr- Republicans that are going to say Trump that. Won't. Trump won't. I think Trump's gonna. No, he doesn't. He's gonna need... be in prison. I don't think he's gonna be. He's in prison. going to be in prison. No, he's yeah. definitely not gonna be. Yeah. in prison. and that's gonna be even for Look, that lawsuit. The thing, the thing he got indicted for is such weak sauce. Anyway, he's going to jail for essentially uh, treason and espionage. No, he's, he's not going. <laughs> I mean, he's totally not a thing that's gonna happen. They might even execute him before that. I, I, <laughs> Jesus Christ! Let's hope that doesn't happen. Oh, are you kidding me? God, that would be fun to watch. <laughs> 
I want to. I want to see the. I want to see, see some riots. I want to see the you fires in the street after some, that one. Well, you'll definitely yeah. see some riots yeah. and fires in the street. I I want to see people who were flying the uh, you know the the blue line flags. I want to see them burning down police stations. <laughs> That's what I really want to see. Well, I mean, I I fully enjoyed it when BLM was doing it. I really want to see those guys doing it just because of the hypocrisy. Because they probably will keep those stickers on their car too. Yeah, <laughs> they'll keep flying those flags. Yeah, you know? yeah. We are just we are so going down a bad path here, man. We are so going down the a bad duality. Path. It's just everywhere. Well, look, you know? it's what. Oh, let's get to the gun thing because there's been mass shootings that have happened as well. Right. But overall, we're getting to the point where now, look, I can under. I don't want to say I can understand mass shootings, but. There's there's a difference between the crazy that is the mass shooter, right? With the crazy that's I'm shooting you through the door, yeah. Thinking you're going to yeah. get away with that, yeah, yeah. That that is a difference, or because shooting you for I put a basketball in your yard. Almost universally, the mass shooters are intend to that's they know that today is my last day on earth, you know. So they're and, and they're absolute disgusting sick psychopaths. But they also know that there's they're a different going pathology out. there. Though. Yeah, it is completely different. Whereas the guy shooting through the door is terrified and angry, enraged. Yes, it's it's rage and fear. Yeah, I've lost the country. This country's going yes. the wrong way, and yeah, that kind of exactly, thing. exactly. And really, what it comes down to is a lack. But of they're others. also very afraid. I mean, they're, although they're scared when out someone of their pulls in their driveway, they're terrified. You know, when someone knocks on their door, they're terrified. Are they getting the wrong car? Right. Yeah. Well, that's look, someone gets in your car, you're sitting in a parking lot and someone gets in your car. That's a pretty startling thing. Yeah, you okay, know, but but when they go, oh, God, I'm sorry, I got in the wrong car and they immediately get out. And it's a little girl. It's like oh, uh, like a cheerleader. Yeah. It's like, oh, don't worry about it. That thing happened. You I know, get, that's a normal human being reaction. Yeah. You know? Like, but, I don't I don't understand but someone just knocking on ringing your doorbell and you shoot them through the door, through the door. Right. Yeah. Someone pulls in your driveway. You know, look. Someone pulls in your driveway, at least from my perspective, someone pulls in your driveway, you look out and you go, oh, I wonder who that is. And you look out, I don't recognize the car. Oh, they must be turning around. They sit there for a few minutes. You go out and say, hey, can I help you? You know? Yeah. Everything okay? Yeah. That is a rational person's reaction to that. Yeah. You know? Well, but now it's like open the door and open fire because there's a car in your driveway. Well, yeah. And look, and I, and I wrote this on a post. Um, but I just want to reiterate it, is that there is no government solution to any of this. No, none. And really what it comes none. down to is, and it goes back to almost kindergarten. Right. You need to treat people like you want to be treated. Right, right. Period. Treat people like you want to be treated. Or just shoot first and ask questions later. I'm okay with that one, too. You know? I, I, either less every people do it. Every time I try to make that, every or more time people I make do it, it, you just... Yeah, one either, or the other. Either one or the other. Yeah. <laughs> I haven't decided which way I'm going. Either I'm going to be the friendliest guy in the world, or I'm just going to, you know, open fire at the drop of a hat. Not sure yet. <laughs> it's just, it's so... We'll, we'll see how my mood is. Like, it's so sad and pathetic, though. It, it's, yeah. It's just, the, the thing that disgusts me the most is how how afraid people are. You know, just stop being afraid because, you know, fear leads to hate. Hate leads to the dark side. Yeah. You know, I hate to quote Yoda, but <laughs> that's really what happens, you know. And, and when you fear, you can be controlled. Yes. When you when you are fearless or only have actual rational fears, you're much more difficult to be controlled, to, for, for people to control you. Yes. You know? Because right now, the media 
and all of the politicians right. on all sides, and again, this is not separating out one side from the other, are using different levels of fear to control you. Right. That's yeah. what they're doing. They're using different levels of fear to control you, to make you afraid of other things. Where if you actually just went out and had a conversation with your neighbors, you would see that there is a lot less that you should be afraid of. Right. And you would be more empathetic to the other humans that you are in contact with because they're going through problems too. Like everybody's in the middle of a shit sandwich here. Right. And what the media is trying to do is to try and they're trying to distract you on who's the who the problem is. Well, even what we're talking about now is a bit of a distraction because we're taking these few cases and we're trying to make it sound like it's becoming the norm now it is becoming a little more common and these are but these are still extreme outliers like i was i we started the show with how many extremely friendly and wonderful people i encountered in a strange city that i was in for two days yeah you know what i'm saying so that world still does exist um and you know look you know and maybe maybe we're falling prey to it too you know shit i remember <laughs> i remember the old farmer uh, who was on the corner of County Road 1 and Curlew, had an orange grove out there, that we used to cut through his farm. And he would shoot at us with a shotgun every time we did. I think it was rock salt. Yeah. You know? But still, I mean, we, we always knew to stay far away f- enough from his porch where he couldn't really hit us. Yeah. <clears throat> but my point is, is maybe it's always been like this. Maybe we're just paying more attention to it now. I, I don't know. It, Maybe it here's is. the thing: it could be, but at the same time, I do think that the fear has been ratcheted up in, through the media and through politicians. It seems that way to such an extreme yeah. rate that it has caused many of the societal breakdowns that we're seeing right now. Where they could f- look, they could do more to fix it, and they're doing more to hurt it. Yeah, like they're throwing gas on it instead of throwing water on. Yeah, it. yeah, because it benefits them politically in a lot exactly, of cases. Exactly, because it, it, it increases their control and over it sells us. commercial space too to pharmaceutical yeah. companies. <laughs> exactly, who 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 want to prescribe you drugs to deal with your anxiety. Yes. <laughs> so there you go. That's it. That's why they all want you afraid. So you go and buy anti-anxiety drugs from big pharma i think we've solved the problem <laughs> we, we we've uh, drawn the conclusion there there you I go think R- that that, that yeah, rfk could, jr's your guy <laughs> you know he might be <laughs> he might be i gotta look into some of his positions because i mean he's a, he's look, he's I, a, he's a he's the lefty's lefty in a lot of aspects right but in in a lot of them he's not like out look, of I'm all not of the guys answer. that are out there you're right but i mean out of all the guys out there I'd rather have him. <laughs> I'm not an anti-vaxxer because I think, you know, there's been a lot of vaccines that did the world a lot of good. But by the same token, I think that there's some vaccines out there that have issues and we rushed these vaccines without knowing what the hell they were going to do. Yeah. You know, so I can I, I kind of middle ground there. You know what I'm saying? Well, look, I think you're still for individual choice, though, is that right. you put these things out there. Yeah, you don't give people don't the force information, anyone to do it. Yeah. And then you decide whether you want to do it or not. Exactly. Exactly. But uh, God, it, imagine freedom and liberty and choice being. A, wow. What a concept. Nobody would huh? ever vote for that. Yeah. Well, they yeah, wouldn't, so. obviously. Uh, more interesting stuff in hour number two. If you'd like to join us, go to patreon.com forward slash unattended baggage. Sign up, become a subscriber. You get a whole bunch of swag, including an autographed copy of my book, The Cassandra Trigger, yes. a Anarchist Guild Challenge Coin, and other stuff. We'll see you on the other side.